Hi, I'm Milo McCabe. Welcome to Sloss and Humphreys on the Road. Danny said it was going to be a short episode. He is full of shit. Uh, it's ended up being a long one. I jumped in. We had a lot of fun. We talked about Elliot Steele. We talked about Emmanuel Sanubi. And we talked about brain hemorrhages. Enjoy. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins. Straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> They said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Uh, welcome to the podcast. Just like you know, it will be a bit of a shorter one today, about 45 minutes, and that's just because um, we've we've got another one to record after this. We've got a very and, special guest. Aye, and somebody had a little bit of a lion today. Um, are you giving me sauce? No, I just said somebody had a little bit. Of, did you have a lion? Nah, nah. Nah. No? You said we start at 12. Mm-hmm. And it is? 5 to 12 right now. I did, I did suggest we start However, at 12. However, if you t- hadn't woke me up... <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have a lie in, but I was. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, you were drunkenly walking to your cars, swinging your keys around your finger, being like, "Can't wait to be home in 15 minutes." And a police officer came and went, "Are you gonna drunk drive?" <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Now that I know you're here, yeah. are you leaving soon? Well, I'm not gonna follow you home. Well, you might as well drive me there since I can't drive. Uh, well, look, look at you. You're like the fucking minority report trying to fucking... <laughs> c- trying to pin us down on a precog. Oh, man, I tell you what. I have watched Minority Report five times and have never made it to the end. Not because I think it's a bad movie. There's no minorities in this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've just... Every single time I've watched it, I've just... I've gotten too high and, and fallen asleep. Um, I have a fun golf story to tell you. And I hope everyone stays and listens to it, even though it's boring about golf. So obviously we've taken it up a bit more. I I played when I was younger. You got your membership, yeah. You announced that. Yes, did all that. Um, during the fringe, we've been playing golf every Monday with some comedians. It's been really good. Like I keep, I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I've always said to Carol, I'm like, it's really good for my mental health, man. Just me, a couple of my friends walking around in fresh, fresh Scottish air, having a laugh, and she was like. Why do you come back so angry then? <laughs> I'm like, I do because I'm shite at it. But that's not... The, the point is, it's still good. So, this um, this Monday, right, we've got some people in the group who are really good. For example, Sam Taunton's from Australia's fucking class at it. Stu McPherson's really good. Like, I think he almost went uh, pro, but they couldn't play because they were off to Glen Eagles, which is like a real course with Gareth. Um, and they had a lot of fun there. So, we put the invite out in it. You couldn't do it just because you had to get uh, home. Mm-hmm. So we thought it was going to be six of us, and it turns out it was just me, Ryan Cullen, uh, our good friend Duck, and uh, comedian Hannah Fairweather. Now, it's the first time she's ever played with us, but she's been in the group for about two weeks. And Hannah's also someone that, like, she almost went pro. Like, she got a scholarship in America for mm-hmm. golf. That's how good she was, right? But she got bored of it because, I don't know if you know this, but there's fucking... Heaps of sexism in golf. Oh God, aye. I can't even imagine. Aye. Well, man, man. Do you know in Edinburgh there are three clubs in Edinburgh in 2022? There are three clubs in the city that still don't allow women to be members or play. Like, don't allow. Because nah. 
I've seen ones that go, ladies, welcome here. And I'm like, oh, oh. well done. Oh, oh, can blacks come? Yeah. Like, what about my dogs and my Irish? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like, I've, I'm aware of that, like, look at us, yeah. moving, kicking and screaming yeah. into the 21st century. Yeah, look, we're here and we're going to let you be part of it. You're like, uh, man, this is progression from 40 years ago. You don't get to act like this is progression anymore. Tell us something. You know the ladies' tees? Why are there such a patronisingly small advantage? Oh, why? Th- you know Because they go like, this is the men's tea here, right? This is the ladies' tea, like, and it's sometimes like, you can spit at it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not. That's why. No, no. You, you, you've nailed it. Oh, right. <laughs> you, you take your swing and you go, how's that bitch? Huh? <laughs> Further than you, we bought what it. Anyway. Lads, lads, lads. Ah, it's raining, it's raining. Can you feel it? <laughs> um, Speaking of sexism and golf, I, I do have to admit, our hypocrisy here at say there is a little bit of sexism from us. It wasn't a rule I made up. I'll not say who made up the rule, but it is a rule we all mm-hmm. abide by, which is if you're on the men's tees and you don't hit the ball further than the ladies' tees, you have to show everyone your cock. <laughs> and it's mature, and it's stupid, and it'll get thrown off a golf course one day. And now I say that out loud on a public forum, it's really sexist. <laughs> yeah, hugely. But like, you, no, no. like, oh, are you a man? Trust me, we all get our fucking comeuppance in this story. This uh, is this is uh, yeah. slow justice. So, uh, I've had my cock once or twice on the golf course. Aye, aye. Nothing to do with the game. <laughs> Just any holes a goal. That's how the way he sees it. Uh, so we get to the course. Now, I'm going to say, say, say I'll Cullen down the river here. Oh, right. no. Oh, no. Oh, I'll Cullen. <laughs> oh, pressure. He must be protected at all costs. We drive in, and Duck and Hannah are on the uh, chipping green, just mm. practising their chips. And it sounded like Cullen said, Who's the skirt? <laughs> 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 Which I nearly slap on the brakes, and I'm like, "Hold on, hold on!" Like one of my friends, who's you know, no, I wouldn't say Colin's woke, but he's like the wokest of all of us. Uh-huh. Like he's he's very conscious about you know he says horrible things, but this didn't sound like a joke. He was just like, "Who's the skirt?" And I went, "What the fuck did you just say?" And he went, "What?" And I went, "It's, it's Hannah. You've known her for weeks. <laughs> he's known her for ages." And, and he was like, "What do you think I said?" I went, "You said who's the skirt?" He's like, "You're close." I said, who's in the skirt? Like, as in... Ah, the part of the green. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Is that a a term? No, no, no. Hannah was in a skirt. Oh, right. I thought, like, it was, like... Oh, the skirt around... Ah, it could have been... That would have been been a term. That would have also been a No, no, no. I think he just went, who's in the skirt? I think I hadn't told him that Hannah was playing, because it's me that organises the fucking group. Right. But I knew he didn't mean it, because of the shock in his face when I told him what I thought he said. He was like... No, no. <laughs> it lost more of his hair. It was very sad. <laughs> so, um, we get there. First, my first time meeting Hannah, and I, I'm just like, just I'm like, how good are you? Like, I know you used to be, you know, nearly pro. I but but for a woman, <laughs> <laughs> is that where you're going with it? No, no, no. I know you used to be nearly pro, but like, how good compared to a nearly pro man? Is that what you did? No, no. I actually like that's what you did. I asked the same question to Stu McPherson when I played with him and Sam Totten because man, we're shite, and I just want to know how much I'm slowing down someone else's game, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, I, like, it's, have I 
have I invited you to like five a side and you're Ronaldinho and I'm making you play with my fucking pub team? Uh, like, is it is this going to be less fun for you because you're so far ahead of us? And she was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm, uh, I've not played it in like six years. I think I did a driving range about two months ago mm-hmm. and, and maybe a course. I'm like, okay, okay, that's not bad. Just because um, I lose at golf all the time. I've got no problem with losing. But it's, you know, speed of play and then also just... Diminishing someone else's enjoyment if they're Aye. that far better than you. He didn't know if it was just like asking Tim Renkow out for a run. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aye. So, no, no, no. Because that would mean Hannah was disabled in this analogy. No, you would be. Oh, I'm Tim Renkow. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Understood. <laughs> Guy, you're not in the group, so you don't know this happened. I swear to fucking God on whole one, she steps up, she tees it up. And she gets a hole in one. <laughs> I have never. I've heard. heard I've heard about this. Man, I heard, Doug, Doug told us I had I got a hole in one. I didn't put two and two together when you started telling that. Man, I swear to fucking god, right? I think I stepped up. I think Doug stepped up first. He got it just over the green. Hit it a bit too hard. I I'm did. shite. So I hit it on. I hit it on the other green. Like to this. The, this was the talk of bar. Aye. People were chatting about this. She steps up, right? And she's just. I mean, like. We were all watching it being like, right, okay, so that's how your posture's meant to be, right? She's not that far from the ball, and we're all just watching this. And she does it, and after she hits the ball, she's like, ah, oh, fuck, I duffed that. Right? <laughs> Me and Duck are just watching this ball just go straight. I think it didn't get, like, the height she wanted, but fucking straight as an arrow. And then it bobbles before the green, and then it rolls onto the green, and then it disappears. And it, I'm like, there's no, I'm like, there's no way I've just seen a live hole in one, and especially on the first fucking tee, there's no way. Yeah, because you could, you could go your whole professional career and never say a hole in one, right? They're like hen's teeth. You've not yet. Like a fucking royal flush. Like I, I've, I've seen a, a, a royal flush in a casual game of cards once, and it fucking blew everybody's mind because we probably won't ever see one again. What are the odds? Uh-huh. What are the fucking odds? Right. So it drops in, and duck goes to me. That's it. And I'm like, is, is it? There's no way that's it, right? I start fucking sprint. I'm so excited. Right? I start sprinting down towards the green. I can hear duck like five feet behind me running, and in my head I'm like, Hannah must be five feet behind duck. That's must be. It's hard to run in a skirt, I imagine, but. <laughs> Right, so we fucking run up, we get to the hole, I, it's, in, it's fucking in there, and I turn around, and Hannah's just back on the tee, and I'm like, it's in, it's in, and Doc's like, it's in, and she's like, <laughs> just a thumbs up, and I'm like, she's, not, she's not losing her mind, she's not like that Libby sketch where she thinks she's in the Matrix. Or <laughs> 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 So, I mean, and then I, then me and Duck just have to do this really, like, weird, like, walkers. You don't pick up somebody's hole-in-one ball. That's You leave it in there for them to pick up. So you kind of tee off it? Um, Is that the rule? Do you have to pick it up? So she has to go uh, and pick it up and then fucking come back? No, 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 no. So just eventually, eventually, no, no. What we, we sh- In a normal game, we would have just waited for Cullen to hit his shot and then all gone to green. But because we're children who've never seen a live hole-in-one before, me and Duck just lost... We started doing roly-polies and all that. Can I have glitching, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you've done, like, 24 roly-polies. You're not going to got a stitch of sweat. I can't stop doing forward rolls. <laughs> I just start Someone call help! <laughs> help! <laughs> I start rolling around the hole. Just I want things I want to go in back uh, at. You're doing like you know the happy baby yoga pose and you're just tumbling. Happy <laughs> back. I can't stop doing this. And now you've glitched the matrix. Get your ball out of the hole so I can stop. Me and Duck have to just walk back to Hannah and I'm just there and I'm just like You know Have you have you had a hole in one before? And she's like, Yeah, three or four. And I'm just like 
So is that not? She's like, yeah, it's nice. And I'm like, the, it was. Hold on, hold on. She's done a she, like she's racking them up. She's done a bunch of all in ones. <laughs> I'm using this podcast to call out Hannah. Hannah Fairweather, liar, <laughs> liar. You done one and you played it cool. Man. Went, oh yeah, just another one. Scratch it up. <laughs> like, all right, I'll, I'll give her it. Duck. I'll give her it. I swear, I fucking. I'm skeptical. I fucking promise you, me, Duck, and Cullen have told this story more times than Hannah. Like, and I guess when you're telling the story, she's done more and more holes in one every time you tell it. Well, as I said before, she said seventeen holes in one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all twenty-seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's here's a question for you. I love the idea of you just glitching like a FIFA player, like your legs are underneath the green. <laughs> what have you done? You've broken my understanding of the game! <laughs> like, Duck's like 12 feet off the ground and he's just like, get us down! Get us down! <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, <laughs> Hannah wins the entire round anyway. She goes off and. But man, I, she didn't need to do much after that. It probably took you seven shots. She griped about the shot. She was like, I duffed it. She was like, I, I caught it wrong. And we're like, it went in the hole. She's like, yeah, but it's not the swing uh, I wanted. I'm like, what you... That's a, that's a strange one. She's like, I was actually aiming to, like, going on the left of the green, and I got there. She, like, she got the hole of one, but, she, like, is she not allowing herself to celebrate the fucking class shot because, like, she felt she didn't mean it? She was laying if herself so, up for a put. If so, Jesus Christ, then, I, then that, uh, that's leagues yeah, ahead of what I'll ever be. I, like, I know that's the best-case scenario, but it's not what I wanted. Also, and as a player, I have to be honest with myself, and that was a failure. Yes, I'll pick up the ball. You know, like, have you ever seen a player where you, like, he scores a fucking worldie from outside the box oh, and right. like loops in with a curl from the outside of his boot? And you go, I think he missed hit a cross there and it just ended up being a worldie. Do you think he gives a fuck? No, no. <laughs> no and I guarantee he would have celebrated more than Hannah Fairweather did as she just uh, wiped her club a little bit and went, how long's the next hole? It's like, bitch, we got a putt. Like, I, I got a chip in from another green. Uh, <laughs> like, so, you got me thinking, right? I need you to follow me on a little mental journey here. You go for a game of golf, right? You step up to the first tee and somehow you just hit the cleanest shot of your life Bobbles up, just like Hannah shot, front of the green, rolls on, drops in. You obviously lose your shit, yeah? Aye. You lose your fucking mic. You've got a hole in one. We probably don't calm down for about 10 minutes. I'd do that Billy Wack all the way up to the green. <laughs> <laughs> Dick out. <laughs> I, know I, I know I go past the ladies' tees, but this is for the men. <laughs> you step up to the second one. Unlike part, hole one, which was par three, second one's a par four. Right, it's around some corners and trees. You can't even really see the green. You fucking slice the ball. It's not what you meant to do. You meant to sort of hit it straight, but you end up just fucking slicing it. Disappears behind the trees, roughly to where the green is. You're like, oh, maybe that's nearby. You look in the bunkers. You look in the rough. It's not on the green. Where the fuck is it? I'm at the hole, and I'm like, is yours a tit least? And you're like, yes. I'm like, guys, it's fucking second hole in one. We lose our shit. You obviously lose about two holes in one in a row. This isn't ha- what happened though, right? No, 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 no. Right. Oh, this is you. This is you doing this. this is you getting no, all right, now it sounds more plausible. <laughs> <laughs> you step, you calm down, right? You're fucking shaking. You step up to the third tee. Uh, you flick it up, and it just drops straight into the hole. What hole do you kill yourself because you're clearly in a simulation and somebody's fucking with you? Like, how many holes in ones in a row do you have? Because two, you'd be like, oh, my God, unbelievable. No, 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 two. Two, I quit golf. (laughs) 
I'm not taking another swing. Like, but then they don't count if you don't finish the hole. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. My grandkids will believe it. <laughs> like I just, I, I think for uh, me, if I get the third hole in one, I've still got enough like narcissism and ego to be like, all right. Two of those were luck, but one is me. Aye. There's got to be one point where you go, that was a par five. <laughs> yeah. They're going to need to make up a bird <laughs> to tell me what score I got. I think I got a, I think I got a pterodactyl on that, <laughs> on that fourth hole. Oh, I mean, we're going to go, I, I reckon we'll go. Do you not remember, do you not remember when Cara got a hole in one on Mario Golf and we all lost our ship for aye, 45 minutes? Aye, game's broken. <laughs> like... Maybe that's why they don't like women in the golf house. Because they're too good. Well, man, I fucking tell, I tell you what, like, you know, after Hannah got that, well, there wasn't there wasn't a clubhouse at Melville, unfortunately, so we couldn't get her to buy us all, all drinks to celebrate. So, Hannah, if you listen to this, you do owe us all a, you're all a pint. You're a brilliant golfer, but you're a round dodger. <laughs> and I, know, I, I know which rep is going to stick. <laughs> they don't cancel each other out, aye, weirdly. Aye, aye, Because I am going to stop telling the whole in one story. <laughs> So why did, why did Hannah owe you a drink? Uh, just uh, just because I'm dead sound actually. Uh, yeah. Um, she's a, she's got a show on at the festival, which you can go and see and watch her. Because if I got man, if I got a hole in one, that's my show. That's the full fucking hour. And then afterwards, I'm meeting and greeting fans, and I'm telling them the story. We're right. sitting down over a whiskey, and I'd be like, "It was a windy par three, coming in east to west." <laughs> <laughs> Where you going? Come back, come back. All right, so uh, if you go to our show, she'll make a round of applause, but she'll get a round of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> she'll have a round of golf, but she'll not have a round of... No, no, no. Yeah, There's yeah. only so much I can book that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been doing a couple of late shows, which is why you had to get us out of bed this morning. Yeah. Late live last night. The night before, I hosted Spank. It was very funny, because... Um, you know Aaron McCann? Yes. Right, he supported you on tour in Belfast. Yes. So if anyone saw him in Belfast a couple of years back. Um, Aaron was in the crowd, front row. He's made to our eyes. He's a class comic, but he was just front row with his pals. Aye, he's also a diehard comedy fan. Aye, well. and it's such a good show to bring your mates to if it's their first time at the festival, right? And you know, at the beginning of Spank, right, it's a party, so we'll get them up on their feet the minute we'll get on stage, we'll have a shot, we'll play a jump around by fucking House of Pain, and then, um, and then we'll start the show when everyone sits back down, but the fucking atmosphere's fizzing by the time we've done that. Um, Aaron McCann's jumping round, right? And I just fucking gone up to him and I go, Aaron, uh, Michelle Shaughnessy hasn't shown up yet. I don't think she's got a confirmation. She's probably not going to be here. She's third on. Can, will you get up if uh, if she's not here? And he was like, aye, absolutely. I went, mental. I went, can I get you at the crowd as a punter? And he went, let's do it. Right, so Michelle hadn't turned up. So, so like a like a fake, like uh, you think you can do this. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> yes, mate. Great. And because he was in the audience and the show was about to start and Michelle hadn't turned up, I couldn't like really get of him until I was on stage. Aye. So I fucking I, I I got him I got him to agree to that while every cunt in the audience was jumping around, right? And then when everyone settled. We're, first couple acts on and I come back on I was like oh there's two acts left in this section um, but there's only one of them here so if there's anybody in the audience that would like to give it a go we'll put it out in the audience right and we're just uh, instead of going straight to Aaron imagine like seven different hands went up and you were like sorry Aaron I need to create a car crash <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, I, like it would be the best thing for the gig is you coming on ripping this gig because everyone would love that but the better story is 
some drunk cunt comes up and that, bombs. That, I nearly let that happen, right? <laughs> because we're like, me and Evan were like weighing everyone up, and our, our co host was Evan Demery, and uh, there was a group of lasses who would clearly not get up, right? They were just there for the, for the night yeah. out, right? And um, and I, I chatted to them, I was like, would any of you like to give it a go? And they're like, oh fuck, like shitting myself at the idea. And then there was this lad, um, who had been like keen at the beginning, you know, when you shout spank, we love it. Yeah. Like he was like out of cue and shouting it early and that, and we got him up on stage and he was making them do spank and everything. So we'd done that earlier on. And then I pointed at him and he went to stand up and I went, too keen. Oh, too keen like that and like pied him. And then I like eventually fucking get round to Aaron and ask his name and go, oh, you're Irish. I saw you laughing at the dead queen bit earlier. And we'd absolutely fucking engineered it. So it looked like we just happened upon Aye. Aaron. And I was like, would you like to give it a go? And he was like, acting a bit bashful about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> the cunt gets up, right? <laughs> if if he bombs, <laughs> like if the end of the story is he plays it perfectly and then it just happens to be one of the few gigs where Aaron McCann just eats shit and dies, please tell me that's it. Please tell nah, me he bombs. Oh, sorry, mate. Man. Sorry, mate. He just fucking went on because he's like kind of anecdotal and he's like saying funny stuff like that like happens in his life and all yeah. that shit, right? Uh, the first joke he did absolutely annihilated right and then he had this like body language of like somebody that's like ooh I could get into this <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely fucking rattled the gig and then uh, at the end like because uh, you know what I think because he'd done so well a lot of people just went well he's a comic Aye. right but the production value yeah, 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 of that. putting him in the audience even if it was just by design from the beginning that's mm. what they meant to do like that, that's, that's just spank being spank doing yeah, something yeah. fucking unique but some people just wanted to buy him drinks and suck his dick <laughs> <laughs> like it was fucking but outstanding I, I, I just I would love if there was like any other joke like the, the, the worst more evil but higher stakes version of that fucking prank right is you're a surgeon you're a world class surgeon you're doing open heart surgery on this guy they've got they've got to be unconscious for it obviously so you put them a bit under you put that thing up there so just so that they can't see anything that's going down even though they're unconscious and then it's in the theatre so you've got all the fucking medical students watching what's going on up there greatest version of that is what you do is you say to the anesthesiologist you would be like just wake him up just a bit just for a couple of seconds just just so he's round he can't move but just enough that he's slapping with a fish That's how we wake people up, right? Yeah, and especially in hospital. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the reason the podcast started on time. <laughs> <laughs> and then just as he's coming to, right, as the lead surgeon, you just go, you know what, fuck it. Do any of the students want to try? Put them back under. <laughs> and then, oh no! <laughs> or just have like his wife up there and she'll be like, I'll do it, I love him, I should be the only woman inside of him. Uh, the, the surgeon's passed out, can we have a volunteer? <laughs> no! Uh, the guy doing the bins takes, <laughs> takes off his gloves. <laughs> He's like, can't use this, it's been binges. Here we go, surgery time. <laughs> night night. <laughs> um, so also also in that gig, right? Um, in the second section, there was a fucking uh, 
there's a guy fast asleep in the audience and I just I just put the mic in the stand and I just spoke like spoke to the audience off mic just so like fucking it was quiet and so the men listen. I was like, there's a dude asleep over here. Can everybody see him? If you can't see him, like stand up or turn your chair around or whatever, just make sure that all eyes are on him, right? And um everybody just like the whole gig shifts from facing the stage to just facing this guy who's asleep, right? And I I just sat on the fucking speaker and with a mic just started going, Twinkle, twinkle, little and fucking the whole crowd just joined in with this fucking eerie low fucking uh, lullaby and the guy woke up but it must have been the fucking biggest fear in your life it's just, just wake up just eyes everywhere <laughs> fucking hundreds of eyes and the minute his eyes open I went shocked in the heart and you're to blame <laughs> fucking murdered him he nearly he nearly died <laughs> did you go and just sing me all the words to twinkle twinkle little star please twinkle twinkle little star what you say is what you are <laughs> Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are, up above the sky, the, so, world so high. the world so high, like a diamond in the sky, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how you, I wonder what you are. If you want to subtly annoy people, it's been aware, because Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star is my song that I just sing to Kale all the time and gets them to yeah. sleep, so I, I'm, I've sung that song 15,000 times in the past uh, six months. But do you ever break in with Shock to the Heart, like Bon Jovi? No, no, no. But, but I, you will now. <laughs> he just says he's off. Shut to the rock out of what? That's what the sh was. The sh was. I was building up to it. Shut to the heart. Uh, if you sing the words to something slightly incorrectly, there is a level of pedantry that exists in all people that just makes them go. But if you don't want to try to get a baby to sleep, they can't correct you. Who the fuck is that? Oh, fuck, it's the tree guy. Hold on, pause this. It wasn't the tree surgeon at all. <laughs> hey. 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 Hello, How's mate. Good. How are you? I'm not bad. Yeah? I yeah. mean, you're having a great fringe. I'm having an all right fringe. Yeah. yeah. Busy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. How's, yeah. How's, your, how's your stress levels? Um, It's weird because, like, I don't have any of the normal stresses about selling out. I've been touring the show. It's been ready for a year. I didn't have a few adjustments at the beginning. So all the normal Edinburgh stresses aren't there. But that doesn't mean there aren't stresses because what happens is you start getting mega stressed about tiny shit that doesn't matter. for the Because the, for the Edinburgh equilibrium, it's got to be a fucking emotional roller coaster, even if everything is going your way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just tiny little things that are just spinning me out and turning me in, into uh, an absolute fucking idiot, basically. I, I, I clocked you a few times because you've been getting approached by people that like you, that break your conversation away. Yeah. And you've been impatient with them. Was <laughs> <laughs> like, I? Uh, uh, um, Stuart Calverto. Oh, 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 yeah. I didn't. I kind of recognised him, but kind of didn't. Hey, but he came up drunk, didn't he? And he he came like, up drunk, uh, and I was sober. And he came up drunk and just straight in my eyes going, oh, male, it's so great, everything. And I was just a bit like, like <laughs> I haven't even got my head round it. Like, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and then you you were, you, you, picked, me up, you picked me up on it, which is yeah. I, I appreciated. And then I just sort of had to go, oh, yeah. And I went out and gave him a hug. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> but it must, be, it must be, I understand, it must be such a fucking head fuck because, I mean, you, you've, been, you've been putting in the graft so fucking long. And, right. I mean, all the success in like you've been going the extra mile graft that like others haven't. Like you've been fucking in full character flyering before yeah. your show and shit. You must yeah. be enjoying not having to. Oh, it's, it's that like two hours or whatever. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's it's a long like it's only a couple of years ago that I was in the the Free Sisters courtyard. 
getting started on in character by drunk people from Glasgow. Do you know what I mean? And by the way, Stephen Bailey, yeah, right. As this guy, Stephen Bailey, the you know, you, yeah. you know, right. So this guy's come up. Stephen Bailey sense trouble, and he's he's twisted his body sideways and sort of shifted towards us, right? And got all close, and eventually it diffused and went away. And I said, "Did you just get in a fucking karate stance?" And I went, yeah, I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. <laughs> so his first fucking instinct was to shape up. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. like Ryu. Yeah, he had this like beautiful pastel suit on, this perfect immaculate foundation. Uh, and then he's just squaring uh, up like fucking... Takes, takes off his bedazzled leather belt yeah. and, like, and underneath is the most important one, let's fucking go. <laughs> Uh, is is there is there a film where the the guy is it is it old school where the guy's doing blowjob lessons and he's sucking off a carrot or something to all the wives it was like a hen party and then the husband sees it through the window and thinks it's just hitting on these lads no. and then the gay guy kicks shit out of him. Imagine making up a scene from a film that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, right, you, right, I had a dream about a guy sucking up a carrot in front of my I'm lost. Oh, right. yeah. You, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, the Labiana banana story guy. Yeah, oh, the yeah, carrot yeah, one, yeah. of course, you're like. I got, I got caught sucking off a banana by an yeah. European guy. Nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. I was just seeing what it was like. Oh, can I. I Emmanuel's going to kill me. <laughs> I've got to say this. He's going to fucking kill yeah, me. Yes, on the public podcast. Right. Um, we were in the sauna. Uh, we just had a workout at the Pleasance Gym. And um, you know, you're in the sauna, you're relaxing, you just start you to. You've got your jorts on. You have a proper, you've got your jorts on, you know, for your, your, your post workout jorts, your yeah, sauna yeah. jorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And we're just talking about how, I was just talking about how, you know, we were both dogs in our 20s. And, and Emmanuel, right, just he went, yeah. Yeah, in my 20s, I was ruled by penis. And I went, huh? And he went, no, 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 no. And I went, no, no. No, in your 20s, you were ruled by penis. That's what you just said. Yeah, but I didn't yeah. mean... You he said missed that in the sauna. The, he missed the word, my. <laughs> <laughs> and it changed everything. And I promised uh, him I wouldn't tell anyone, yeah? But then we went to the bar that night. Great. We went to the bar that night. And I think Taylor was there. And I went, can I tell Taylor? And he went, oh, go on then. So I told Taylor. And then because I told Taylor, I fucking told everyone in the bar. And now he's like wearing it like a badge of honour in my 20s. Yeah. So I was ruled by people. <laughs> he was? Oh. You were like you've, ruled. You've dominated. Just, you've, just, you've just told 100,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Emmanuel. Hold oh, oh, no. on. What numbers are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emmanuel Snooby, by the way. Like, check him out. Incredible He's comment. very, very Lovely good. man. Very God. funny, lovely man. Oh. Uh, Emmanuel's been on this podcast uh, we're, we're listeners of- we, um, we, we go to the gym every morning and, I, and he's like getting his coke fix yeah. he's just twitching do you know what I mean he's itching. I was two minutes late coming out of my flat and he was uh, like 500 feet away and when I came out two three minutes later he was still 500 feet away and I was like how the fuck you manage that you're just constantly walking and he was he's so hyped up he did a loop so he wouldn't have to stand still. Like, he's honestly, I call him Pablo Escobar Bell because he gets in. <laughs> he's, he's twitching. He's just fucking. Uh, but he's got me into weights now because the first couple of days, because I always normally do cardio or boxing. So, first couple of days, I was like, oh, this is shit. I don't like this. But day four or five, there's something weirdly rushy. I mean, you, you, you do a lot of weights, mm, do you? Yeah. So, I'm weirdly rushy about it. And I'm sort of into it now. I do, I do a lot of weights, but I look at Emmanuel and go, 
I don't know how much weights you've got to do to get oh, like that. The, the, oh, the amount, he must eat, the amount he must, dude. He oh, it's disgusting. When he's doing press ups, it's not his body weight that he's lifting up. He's pushing the world down. Oh my god! But seriously, the amount of uh, the, the amount he like presses and stuff. What's he like Because um, one thing I'm just at the gym is like um, me, me body to weight ratio is good. Like uh, when I bench presses, I get yeah, yeah. I mean, I get but like um, the. Dumbbells yeah. are about equivalent to my body yeah, weight, yeah. and um, me de- de- deadlifts are about like time and a half on my body weight. But like, is a, is a manual good like that? Can he? No, like, shit. But he can't do can like chin ups. Chin ups. So I'm looking at him going, I'll never be that strong. But pound for pound, pound, for pound. I'd murder yeah. you. Yeah, he actually, and like he's good enough to say that as well when uh, we're working out. He is good enough because he's so enormous and intimidating. He's good enough to sort of go, well, you you weigh this much, and so. Uh, according to your weight, you're doing better than I am. Or where Joey yeah, says, he's yeah, really yeah. just such a lovely dude. He's such a big dude. Like I fuck. Yeah. Sometimes I'm tired. I'm not even listening. I'm just looking at his arms. I know. Just it's in awe. Insane. Like, how do you get that? It's I'll, insane. I'll, he just charms everyone as well through the gym. Everyone knows him now. Uh, yeah. If I was gay, he'd be. I'd, I'd, I'd love to be in a You'd relationship. You'd be one of the penises that ruled him. Ah! <laughs> I would. But if, like, if 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 I was with him, I, I would love to. You know, just have. You'd be in a relationship where he, he spoons me and he looks after me and he's a good cook as well and he's really into his cook and I reckon he'd treat me like right, but I'd have to let him cheat. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's I'd that's have to. Go out and do yeah. you, Emmanuel. Like, uh, I'm not going to try and keep up with your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've added you've added extra shows which yeah. are already sold out and yeah. now you've added in uh, the McEwen Hall yeah. uh, is yeah. that the biggest room you've done yes. solo solo yeah more, more than more than double amazing the the, and the, it's the, half sold already it's half sold already yeah. Yeah. fucking um, boy well, yeah which is which is nice and a bit of a head spin but yeah the, the biggest previous one I did was uh, Leeds uh, Carriage Works which I think is like 300 odd. Oh, so right. yeah it's like what triple it, you know how um, we were talking uh, like a, a, almost a week into the fringe and you said like you hadn't been doing the Greta's Guild at the front of your Shh, audience you fucking idiot and then just like the penny drop and you were like oh fuck I feel like I'm, short, I'm short changing them they yeah. come for that yeah. and they haven't been getting that yeah. so you, you, it, it, it's so obvious when you've really it really like is. Your, uh, it really is. Yeah. Are you going to be able to do that on mass at the McCune Hall? Well, this is what I got to work out because I probably have to just uh, verbally fly at the queue or something like that. I'll have to just probably just just do a walk. I haven't scoped it out yet. I haven't like looked at the venue. If oh. there's one door, have you ever seen a show there? Yeah, I I, I have. Um, I, can't, I, th- I think I saw a kids show there years okay. ago. I haven't I haven't seen like a, a, a yeah. A I saw show. Jim Jeffries there. Yeah. How was it? How is it to? Have you played it? Uh, I think I've only ever done it. Um, like I think it was like a live Radio Five thing yeah. um, that I was on with uh, with Chris Allison and oh, um, <laughs> oh really? No, he was spitting on me there. <laughs> <laughs> that was completely unrelated, my love. I don't mind bringing this up because I've had heaps of years to think about it, and I'm, I'm like, no, he was definitely a cunt. I was about eighteen or seventeen years old, and it was like Radio Five Live, and it was like one of the biggest gigs I'd ever done before in an audience. And obviously, nobody knew who I was. I was just very excited to be on the panel. And Chris Addison, who's very successful, he was on like Mock the Week. He fucking wrote whatever that uh, the thick of it show. He's a phenomenal actor. He's really really funny. And then, like, it finally gets to, like, my part of the interview, and, like, the host goes to me, it's like, so you've got to be, like, one of the youngest comics to have ever uh, done it, which is a question I was always asked when I was 17. I was like, oh, you know, I started when I was um, 16, but, you know, I, I, I know people that 
have, have started about the same age and just spoke about it. And Chris Addison fucking overrides a 17-year-old. He says, no, 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 actually. And they just listed off like a bunch of comedians. Like Ross yeah. Noble. Yeah, yeah like Ross Noble, uh, fucking Adam Sandler and all these people, Seth Rogen, who I know started younger than me. Yeah. But I'm, he acted as if I was the one that was like, I'm the youngest comic ever. And he was like, uh-uh, no, you're not. I'm like, motherfucker, he asked the question. Uh, Yell at him. Don't interrupt yeah. a fucking 17-year-old uh, to have some weird sort of power trip of... Anyway, it didn't affect did, me. Did you did you get the sense that it was some sort of uh, umbrage that was coming out passively aggressively at you personally, or do you think he was just a little bit fucking just trying to dominate the situation? I'm genuinely not sure, and also yeah. my perspective as a seventeen was probably wrong. But I do just remember just in my head at the time going, "You're a fucking wanker." You're, like you're, you've got such a long memory for revenge stuff, though. Like oh, you're just such a revenge. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I will happily. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen anyone get so much out of revenge in absolutely my and, and long and there's I would revenge happily fetishes. I would happily <laughs> fuck someone over 15 years later after they fucked me over and the best type of fucking revenge is where you can just privately behind the scenes ruin their fucking life and have them never know it was you mm. like there are there are I have lists of people I'm gonna fucking do it you, there is a concept called forgiveness I don't know if you not something well, what's you never clean a soul in a piece like oh, yeah. harmony yeah no this is like all the people that go you know hate you know your head's filled with hey don't let hate rule your mind my mind's fucking infinite. Even like you know, yeah. even if I hate so much, there's heaps of space in there for other things. I'm not walking around every day being like rage, rage, rage straight. I'll just be making a cup of tea, and I'll be stirring my cup of tea, and then occasionally I'll just be like, oh, I hope that person dies, and I'll just and I'll will it into the world like a vision board. manifest. Yeah. <laughs> you got to manifest your hatred. Yeah, it's and healthy. Yeah, it's good. She just gets out and you go, I really hope something bad. He's got a bad. vision board etched in blood. Karma's <laughs> behind you going, mate, I've been doing this for ages. Just let me get over the fuck's sake. Yeah. Karma's <laughs> uh, getting snooty. Yeah. I've been doing it since I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the, the McEwen Hall, I've, I've seen, I saw Foil Arms and Hog in there last week. I've seen them uh, play there every year. It's a really, really good room. I think yeah, you'll, cool. uh, you'll enjoy it. And me and Cara, I was so excited because I was like, that's the show we'll go and see. Like, I can't wait to see Milo to his fucking biggest gig and just like get fucking buzzed off my mate doing well. Yeah, even and though, even though in my first year you did tell me at the end of the fringe run that it wasn't your cup of tea. I, hey, I've, I'll I, never I, forget. Yeah. But I too can play at the revenge game. Oh. <laughs> oh. I can never forget. Yeah, is, this, is this your revenge? Oh. It's like I'm playing oh, yeah. the McEwen Hall now, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Success is the best revenge. That, the whole thing's going to be a slideshow of embarrassing pictures of him. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> uh, well, no, no. I mean, I, I've even admitted that when you, it's because Phil Bartle, you're such a good. Not only writer, you've got a phenomenal work ethic and you're such a brilliant performer. Phil Bartle was just so good and I remember how impossible Phil Bartle was to follow. And then you did something that I think at the time I would never have the strength to do, which is to go, even though I know I can get more out of this. Completely reinvent yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just go, I'm bored of this and this isn't a challenge anymore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create something new and entirely different. And Troy was so, so very different to... And at the time when I was young, I just couldn't, it was like giving up like a really, really nice car yeah. to cycle to work. And I'm like, what are you, 
you, you owned a you, like you yeah. owned a Tesla. That was dead cool. I mean, and now a hundred percent fucking wrong. Another way he used his own car. Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know why? Do you know why? Because uh, my brain went for some reason. The only car that was in my head was Subaru, and I'm like, uh. you're, you're not fourteen. <laughs> Like, don't show your age. Also, Milo, just to put it into perspective, you know when he says it wasn't my cup of tea? Yeah, yeah. His cup of tea is milk in first with the tea back. <laughs> I don't, I I don't, don't take that ever so personally. I don't drink tea. No. I just I make tea. You don't. Nah, I make tea wrongly for uh, other people. Um, but no, no, I, 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 well, we spoke about this the other day yeah, yeah, and I, did, and I said to Cara afterwards because I felt so guilty because I definitely did say to you. No, but it's not, it's, it's good. You should be honest like that. Like as mates, you yeah. should, like the whole, one of the reasons I, I changed from Philberto is because Nick Doody, um, we just had his gig and I smashed it and, uh, you know, we'd gone for a drink afterwards. He's like, why are you doing this sort of Portuguese character? I was like, yeah, but it works. And he goes, yeah, but w- would you find it funny? Do you, do you think it's artistic? And like, he took a risk, could have possibly offended me. And I think he mm. told me that because he decided he liked me yeah. so he was going to give me this bit of information and I found that, you know that I was a bit like I'm fucking just went somewhere and I took away and I digested it and it's like would I laugh at that is that the kind of thing that gets me no it isn't it's a, like like some of it maybe but pr- predominantly it, it's created to generate a reaction because yeah. that was what I wanted it wasn't expressive it was to work in a club room which it yeah. did and yeah, then it, I couldn't you the, know and the, he, jung- the jungler's era like it was fucking it was, it was essential for that it, and it, yeah. got, it got you through it got you through a time where the comedy circuit was ruled by stag yeah. and hen parties yeah yeah but now it's now we are playing theaters and it was it was a, a a friend making a hard comment to hear like a yeah. good excellent piece of crit- uh, constructive criticism that, that you know if something if a friend gives you a thing like that and it hurts you a little bit that's because it's true so Aye. fucking digest it, 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 yeah, it yeah, away. Yeah. and that was one of the things that sort of really got me going right time to yeah with the mistake I made, and it wasn't until you and I had the conversation last week, and I told Cara about it, because I'm really, really good at expressing negative emotions, right? uh-huh. and, and they just fucking flow out of me. Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I definitely said to Milo, it's not my cup of tea, because I was honest at the time. Like, I saw the show. I didn't, I, I just didn't see where it was going, because I was too uh, narrow-minded. And then, I think it was two years later, you did the Tales of the Unexpected show, which I absolutely fucking yeah. loved. But being me... Just didn't tell you that. I no, you didn't tell me. So I had that the whole time. Uh, yeah. I, was, yeah. and I, I watched that one with you. But I, but I fucking loved it. You did like a preview the day before we started. Yeah, yeah. didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, Paul Byrne was there. Yeah. Yeah. Did, he di- yeah. did he direct that show yeah. with you? Yeah, yeah sweet. Did, yeah. So yes, I remember being in there with you and you fucking loved it. Did you not tell him? No. Nah. <laughs> I know, right? What a dick. Right. So, I'm still carrying you... around the lack of tea. No fucking tea. No, no, Danny's tea, not that. So it's just that you were like, yeah, because yeah. I said to you, I love the Tales of Unexpected. And you were like, you've never heard that before. And I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck that, that, that does sound exactly like me. I'll only tell you the negative. And, and then privately in my head, I'll be like, I love you, God. Uh, I hope you how, how are you with positive praise, though? Because if it tends to be that what, what you give, whatever, is, is also an indicator of how you receive. So when people give you compliments, people give you good... The, oh, if it's from fans, uh, I can take it because, you know... This is going to sound shady because it's shady. I don't respect my fans as much as I respect comedians, and I yeah. think that's true across comedians. Yeah. Comedians laughing at the back of the room uh, is, fr- and it shouldn't be, is more important than the laughter um, of the audience. So when my audience is like, "We love the show," that's I take that feedback, and even if it's negative, to try and work out what I can change to. Well, if I want to change it, if the reason people are upset is valid, maybe yeah, I'll make yeah. it around. But no, I mean from friends and stuff, I'm not good with. 
positivity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like it, it's, yeah. Um, I'm good at, like, I love when friends come to the show and then like their whole thing is, here's a line that would work for you, here's a line that would work for you, all the constructive criticism. Aye. But if it's just them being like, oh, it's brilliant. Mm. I'm like, I've also just said to friends, it's brilliant. But I don't know, it feels like there's more engagement and there's more respect if what they're doing is criticising it because it's going, hey, this is brilliant. Could have been but, honest. Yeah, 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 but we can make it better. I think, I think so, there's, no, there's no better sound in the world than one, one of your comedian friends coming backstage after a show and going, I've got a couple of notes for you. Yes. I love You're that. Like, yes. I love that, but some people don't. Some people <laughs> nah, don't. That's bollocks. The man. hardest thing is if there's a comedian that you don't know well enough, but you know you've got a piece, that you've seen something that you know will help them, but you're not quite sure how they'll process it. Mm. So it's sort of like... Do I go up and go, look, I, I, I've got something if you want it, right? But it's a bit weird that because then 10 times out of 10, everyone, whether they yeah. want to hear it or not, will uh, go, yes. I'll, even I'll, if they don't I'll put it. footprints on it. I'll always, yeah, go in. I'll always go in with like, oh, this might be useless to you. Yeah. Um, it might just be like, I just wrote it down at the time because it seemed like it might be a good idea. You'll know better than me and I yeah. material better than I do. Yeah. Uh, but if you did this and this, and then sometimes they'll go, meh, and sometimes like, they'll go, oh, fuck yeah. That yeah, really yeah. links with that. Yeah. And, and yeah. for the times you get it, it's worth it for the times you don't. Oh, oh I love getting notes Tom, from any, everyone, anyone. Tom Horton came to my show. Who? On, <laughs> Sorry, can you do your Tom Horton impression? I, I, I can't. Uh, Danny, 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 are you... Uh, right, right. No, Julia! <laughs> I, I walked into Avatar the next I do it too last. much, though. Oh, Literally, I do it at Tom, and Julia's like, that's amazing. But then I'll turn around, and I'll do it to some people Tom's just met, and Leslie caught me on this, and she goes, yes. look, you've got to stop that. She goes, you turn around to some other... YouTube guy or TikTok guy I didn't even know who the fuck he was but apparently yeah. he's a big guy and they were talking and Tom had just met the guy and I've come in Tom wants a gym and tonic does he have to go to the bar by himself what the fuck right and and Leslie said Leslie said Tom's face just fucking <laughs> and I'm like yeah just because I can doesn't mean I should all the fucking time and the amount of times I've apologised to him it's yeah. like, but but uh, in his voice. Uh, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry, you know. And the hat, the forearm grab to make the point. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, you, you know, so you know, Tom. Uh, that's oh. to stop you talking. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say something. That's what it is. Yeah, lads, that that camera's blinking. I didn't have it on. Uh, no, but I love Tom to bits, and I've got to stop it. I just can't. I he, have to. he came to my show on Sunday and gave me a note because Tom's really, really good at looking at the show as a whole, and yes, then sort of going is. right. You don't realise that there's this there, and these things yep. actually link. And he's he's really able to like watch your show, take a step back, and tell you how it should be formed. Of it, and I shouldn't be gutted by this, but like. He gave me a call back and it was, you know when a joke's so fucking obvious, but when you're in the joke and when you're in the show, you're only thinking about five minutes in front yeah. of you, two minutes behind you. He gave me a call back which fucking murdered yeah. yesterday. Yes. Like one of the ones, I was just, I, I did it once and it just fucking blew up and I'm like, God damn it. I wonder how long it's going to be before my ego and narcissism deletes Tom telling me nah. that call back and just me being like, I'm a genius. Oh, he won't <laughs> let you forget. Don't worry. <laughs> Did you tell him? You told him? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Oh, you have. It's a positive thing. Not. I can't do it. Text yeah. him now. He'll yeah. love that. Yeah, you're going to tell him that. Fuck's um, sake. Tom gave me an excellent note, right? Yeah. Which I initially resisted because the show had been like the best. He came to one of the best ones of the run so far. Yeah. And he gave me this, this note. And I went, I went, uh, and then he went, no, my And I went, uh, and I thought about it. And I was like, fuck, he's right. 
And I turned to him and said, do you know what, Tom? You're right. Like, yeah, I resisted then. And thank you for telling me a second time. You're absolutely right. I do need to change that and do it a bit more like this. Thank you. Because he was drunk. He then told me another 28 times direct in my face yeah. over the next couple of hours. Oh, bless. So it did get nailed in. But he's right. He's good at that shit. He's yeah, he gave me one of the best lines of my 2018 show. Yeah. It was massive lines. Yeah. And it like, fucking really made the bit pop as yeah. well. And then uh, someone tells us he's been dated. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! Shut up! God, I. He's such a funny man. Like he fucking kills us. I walked in there. I walked in there. Here, mate. Just to let you know, I know you needed a car, and I've just I happen to have one going because I'm living in London. I don't need any more. So here's the car. Here's the keys. No, of course it's of course it's free. Aye, yeah, of course I've got. Aye, aye, aye. Can you uh, can you drive me to my gig tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> You're my chauffeur now. <laughs> um, I went in Avatar, right? And he's just sat at the at the bar stool on the fucking bar, right, with his fucking sirloin steak and he had like a napkin tucked into his finger, right? And he's just like Fuck off that he had the actual fucking he had no, he did. tucked in. Yeah. Right? So he was tucked in, he was elbows open, he was just no no chatting away and all that right. doing impression. That's the, the that is that is the <laughs> posh version of holding your nose going down the slide. I, I, actually I, I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> this was late. This is not how I ordered it. I kinda do his voice. Um, yeah, uh, they, they know. Man man. Sat next to him was his girlfriend Julia, eating mac and cheese out of a cardboard cup. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of the orbit of the elbows. <laughs> she was having a bob and weave <laughs> with, with her wooden fork, <laughs> fucking cold macaroni. She's like, you know, Tom, in, in America, macaroni, cheese, and steak goes quite well together. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I spent so much of this podcast over the years under the bus. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the must be like, why are you friends with this man? <laughs> oh. um, well, wait, should we talk about Elliot Steele's ball? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. He dealt with that really well. I he did. traumatised. Well, because I think he said to me, so he put in the group the other day, for those who haven't been taking big attention We've all to also Elliot. been DMing him, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. The standard shit. So Elliot was sparring with someone and they just need him in the groin. It was, was jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You should wear a cup, but like it's not yeah, a cup. It's, it's not yeah. an impact sport. That's so like you're not expecting a strike. Like I would never have done Muay Thai with my cup. Aye. I'm just going to get fucking yeah, yeah. hurt. Preface of this story, he will have been told to bring a cup. Yeah, yeah. I, I, people at jujitsu predominantly wear cups. Yeah, because because even if yeah. it's not, even if you're not kneeing someone, you're still moving your knees and legs. Yes, yeah, 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 contact can be made. So really bad. I mean, he went home, was in a lot of pain um, uh, about it, and then went into the doctors, and they were like, "It's fine." And then he went in on Monday, and then just put in the group. He's like, "Lads, they're going to do surgery on me." Like, and and I'm I'm really scared. So obviously. We all fucking annihilated him mm. for about night. I mean, it was one of the funniest yeah. days we've had. He's in the got a competition group. coming up. Like, is this your weight cut? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, but the standard thing which you you touched on, which is the way I think uh, friendship groups that are, you know, abusive to each other in that way have to be, which is in the main group, it's a roast, it's an evisceration, and then very privately, without acknowledging it with each other, you all slide into his DMs and you're like, hey mate, here for you, are you yeah. all right? And even after he came out of the surgery, and I think You know classic abuse? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do, abuse them privately and then publicly be like, no, hey, we're friends, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then he came out of the surgery and is thankfully uh, still alive, still has two-thirds of his balls. He's got, uh, he's got of his one, one and two-thirds of his balls left. Yeah. yeah. 
I had, um, a, he had a portion of it removed. And he got kept in overnight. One of the bits was when he was like, he was like, I'm I'm due up next. I'm I'm in theatre next. If um if nobody gets stabbed in South London, <laughs> yeah, it looks like you're getting operated on by Christmas. Then <laughs> that's funny. He text he text this guy. I've lost five hundred pounds worth of work, and I was like, what? You're off till December. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. He's, he's coming on so much as a comic though his, his ideas his writing everything it's all you can just see it all start to really crystallise and well yeah he's finally finding his own voice yeah. as opposed to doing what so many of us do at the start of mm. our career which is just do an impression of a comedian yeah, of and your favourite comedians like, like, I mean, he, he, if you watch he, any of my earlier shit it's just Ed Barn. it's yeah. just Ed Barn with a Scottish accent yeah but his his actual ideas and stuff they are they're like unique they're I don't know just the way he thinks yes yeah. he's got a good juxtaposition of how like intelligent he sounds on stage and how stupid he sounds actually off. sounds yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 like I, I do always love the podcast listeners reactions to whenever they go and see Elliot live and like <laughs> you could have given me a million chances to draw what I thought Elliot Steele looks like <laughs> and then he walks on stage <laughs> yeah. and you're like wrong wrong <laughs> wrong wrong, wrong. <laughs> Just, just all black women. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think he seems to be all right about like. Yeah, he dealt with it brilliantly. Yeah, Absolutely. and man, I, I've I've never. Have you ever had a major surgery? Just my eyeball. Aye. Yeah, just a squint surgery. Uh, apart from that, now are you I had a brain tumor. Oh eh? shit! But I had, like the, the nicest, most benign type of not brain tumor, brain hemorrhage. Oh, I made, I made this. Yeah, yeah, t- uh, 2016. Yeah. I had a, a non-aneuristic subarachnoid hemorrhage, right? Which is where basically uh, subarachnoid is a arach- subarachnoid. So an arachnoid, if you picture like a spider's legs, and I think that that's all the veins going out. Okay, okay. right. So, so that's when it's like a proper bad hemorrhage because it's it's spreading like yeah, a spider's yeah. leg. I think subarachnoid is when it doesn't do that, right? right. So it's when it's only a tiny bit. So ba- basically, I was boxing, I was skipping, and then suddenly it was like I was a brick in my head, and I, I stopped and I, c- I couldn't look at anything. The guy goes, oh, you're having a migraine. Have you ever had them before? I'm like, no. So went to the hospital, load of strong painkillers. They're like, just go rest up. Came back. And again, it was just the worst pain. A&E the next day. And um, basically, they're like, we've got to do a spinal tap. I'm like, the fuck? Because we need to see if you've got a brain hemorrhage. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I've gone in. Have you had a spinal tap? Nah, but I've heard that brutal. So so basically, she said, look, this is either going to be... It's so a, it's, it's when they taken to spinal fluid, so they go through the, they so they, through the yeah, bone. Yeah, so they 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 basically get this needle and they yeah. put it in into your spine, and she goes, "Here's how it works." You can't call that a tap. What a horrible way of spinal stab, though, can they? Yeah, but I'd be more. Okay, you just can feel a little yeah. tap there. There's a blade in yeah, between. You're tapping a keg, aren't you? So, so basically, <laughs> she goes, "It's either going to feel incredibly odd, right?" Or it's going to hit a nerve and it's going to be a jolt of electricity that goes through your whole body. And I'm like, fuck. All right. Hi, can I have so, neither? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they put it in and it felt incredibly odd. It's like this enormous fucking cylinder just going straight into you. That's how it feels. It feels like a massive cylinder going into your body, right? And then it came out. I was like, oh, that was all right. I mean, it was a bit weird, but I think I got away with it. And she goes, oh, no, we, we, we didn't get the flu. We got to go again. And I'm like, cunt. And then the second, obviously, she did that. I hit this nerve and I screamed, fucking fuck ah. And someone in the next thing went, mind your language. And I said, ah, fuck <laughs> you. <Dave Lugley>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I, screamed, I screamed, fuck you. 
the person and the, the nurse was laughing so much she had to like stop for a second and come back and so they do this and they came back and I was like right Mark Hunt is fighting tonight we're going to get a takeaway that's all good so we were in the hospital all day it was a Saturday and she came back and she goes oh no you got brain fluid in your you got blood like from your brain in your spine you've had a brain hemorrhage you've got to go and I'm like fuck I've had a brain hemorrhage yeah so you've got to go immediately to this hospital so they've got me in I go right chance I got a brain hemorrhage we'll have to cut your skull open we'll have to and I'm sitting there going you're fucking kidding me uh, I like your skull in one piece maybe. yeah exactly and then and then basically I went into this weird state of total calm because it's like a situation where you've got no I had no control there's nothing I could do and so I didn't worry because there's nothing my actions nothing any choices I could make were fucking totally superfluous right. and it put me in a really lovely zen like sense of calm I just went this is what's going on Wait, I'm really I glad that. I reacted like that but then they, they came back uh, a day later basically and just sort of went yeah this you've had like the nicest possible fucking outcome for this Instead of a, a vein bursting and then my brain getting starved of oxygen and then it being a bit like a stroke or whatever, essentially I'd like a capillary go, right? So it's just a tiny little bit of blood, but obviously it feels like a brick. So what happens then, yeah? It travels down your body until you shit it out. But the weird thing is I felt it. You shattered, you shattered I shat your brain. my brains. Oh man, I do that out the table. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you literally, I literally felt it like a lump travelling yeah. down my until finally it down went. But what, if, I, but what if that was like positive memories? What if those? You know, <laughs> uh, what, what uh, if those Dipping number. The first time you held your daughter riding a bike. Benidorm one. Good one. First time I did a pill. So. Did they have to cut like into your no, they didn't have, So oh. what they did, um, basically, so they, they gave me a thing where they had to in, inject some, I don't know what it was, something into my groin. And I thought they meant my dick, right? They said, we're going we're gonna to put a, a thing in your groin. And I was like, you're gonna, why do you have to put it in my dick to get to my brain? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were like, no, because, like, it's because. not your, it's your groin muscle. Oh. So, so what they do, they send this thing up. Because it rules sends, by penis? I'm ruled <laughs> by penis. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it sends this thing up where it activates different areas of your brain to register activity. And it's so weird because it gives you these impulses. And she goes, oh, in a second, your right side's going to go flush and you'll, you'll see electric things and then they're just this thing and I'm like Wham. I'm like Fuck, this is incredible and I actually really enjoyed it and she came out and I said that was great and she's like really I'm like yeah like she goes your whole left side's gonna go numb and then there's gonna be rainbows <laughs> just cause just cause they're that triggering it's so me, weird the, the I know, right? they're just like have you ever had any gay thoughts no <laughs> How about now? <laughs> Fucking hell, that doctor, sorry, sorry, but that doctor, I didn't know it before, his eyes are <laughs> unbelievable. And you and take it, what about now? You're like, put it back! <laughs> put it back, that was the happiest I've ever been! <laughs> you, you imagine those science develops and they start to get more and more awareness of what you can do to the brain, it's actually quite like, unnerving. Oh, terrifying. Do, like, Would you take augmentations if they could give you them? Oh, fuck yeah, all, all about the evolution, yeah. 100%. Yeah. If you could do what, like a wee chip that they can just put in there and you can finally be a good dancer? Oh, man, if, I could, if I could have the rhythm chip, like I'd take the rhythm chip. I remember Tom really earnestly saying, "With no, Kai is a horrible dancer." Uh, yeah. I stopped dancing. When was that? When was it was that? in Brighton. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it yeah. was in Brighton while dancing away, and you're like, "Why are you so ugly when you dance?" <laughs> <laughs> and I just like slumped my shoulders. 
my tail between my legs. I, I, was like, I was like, you put us right off my boogie. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh. Funny. I'd, uh, I'd take a bit of graphics card as well. <laughs> I'd take, I've got any graphics card. Yeah, you've got, you, you've got no visual memory or whatever, nah, isn't it? Nah, yeah. I can't yeah. memory wank. I think I can. Let's try still. Uh, I remember you just have to do it in text. Uh, I just I remember that, that last. That's the rules of ones. Out of ten. It's the girl from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, right, so yeah. when is your extra show right, at the so Nikkei Hall? extra show is 27th of August, Saturday, 27th of August, 5.30. 5.30, so I yeah. cannot come and see it, you bastards. Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna come and now watch you start, like a, like a, a, proud, yeah. a, a, proud, uh, yeah, yeah. a proud mother at the start line of the fun uh-huh. run. <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, so please do go see uh, the show. Please and, do. When's um, this going out? This is going out on Monday. Monday. Oh, sweet. Right, so should, and it's, it's a public episode as well. So nice. Nice. And I mean, we have to go now because a man's cutting down two trees in my garden and mm. that'll be fucking loud. Which so is why we're merged with two uh, podcasts that we're going to record today and yeah, one yeah. podcast. Yes. Um, but that happened. It's out now. Who was part one? Who was the appetizer? No, part, part one was going to be us. All right. And then part two for the parents was going to be... Gotcha. Yeah, but I think this actually works out better because this is the public episode and they can also come and see you. And yeah. But yeah, there's a tree surgeon just said, uh, come and just went, right, we're going to just absolutely ruin any idea of doing a podcast. Right. Fine. Fine. Is that so how we put it? <laughs> <laughs> any, any, anything that you want to do that recorded audio quality is kind of, <laughs> has been absolutely kiboshed. Uh, oh, uh, so thanks for tuning in. Go see Milo. Thanks for coming to see Thank our shows. Uh, love you lots. Bye. <laughs>